So I always feel incredibly awkward doing things alone in public. Okay. I'm trying to get outside my comfort zone. A couple weeks ago, I took my laptop. I had a bunch of stuff to edit. So I went to a restaurant, sat down. I'm not even gonna lie though. All in my head the entire time was who's watching me? Am I doing this right? What, what, what am I doing here? I look dumb. There's three other people who are working at the same <laughs> restaurant or cafe, whatever, wherever it was. Welcome back to another episode of Pretty Blunt. I'm Sam. I'm Jess. And today we're chatting about taking up space, which yeah. is like a really big conversation that we've been having, I think pretty much since we've met. And yeah. it's kind of... Um, sure. Been almost, it's almost hard to hard to define. But before we kind of get into that, of course, we're here every Monday morning, yep. 7 a.m. sharp, Eastern. Santa's coming to town. <laughs> whenever I hear 7 a.m., Saturday morning at 7 a.m., <laughs> Santa's coming to town. Anyway, that, that is actually, Sam. Sham's coming to town. Sham, Sham's coming to town. Actually, Elf is pretty much the only Christmas movie that I'll watch every year. Really? I love Elf. Elf yeah. is a really Elf good is, movie. Elf is my favorite. And I think they offered Will Ferrell like 50 million to do an Elf 2. And he was like, no. <gasps> really? <laughs> or did, did he agree to do it then? I don't think he did, though. I didn't see an Elf 2, but also like nothing can trump Elf 1. I know. Like, it was such a classic. But like we need another good Christmas movie, I feel like. There hasn't been one that's come out in the also, past like this say, is 10 sick. years. This is sick. It ju- October just finished and we're sitting here talking about Christmas. Christmas. Like that's usually what happens. Like our, if you walk into any store now. I know. November 1st, but we're not going to be playing Christmas switch. music or anything. Like it just, it just oh, happened I'm gonna to go Oh, I'm going to get out my tree soon because I like, I love being in a little Christmas environment and I usually wait until December, but it's a lot of work to take in and out. I'm just, I'm just going to set it up. Uh, You're going to come over on Friday and my whole place is going to look like it's Christmas. Well, actually, it's Jess's birthday on Friday. It is. November November 4th is my birthday. So exciting. Um, but no, I'm going to wait until after November 11th. I feel like you're always yeah. supposed to wait until after November uh, yeah, I think, 11th. Yeah, I think that makes sense, honestly. And just for me, like as someone who worked in retail, like Christmas music will never be the same, you know? It's like after listening to a day in and day out, standing at Le Chateau, standing at, you know, wherever the hell I was. Mariah, uh, Mariah Carey did a TikTok that was like, oh, I saw that. a witch. And then she's like, and it's time. And it switches over to her. And like, I love it. Obviously. I mean, her song is the classic of the season. Yeah. Um, but I also love a good Britney Spears jam. Yes. I love Destiny's Child Christmas myself. Oh, I didn't the hear. The Christmas oh. album. Yeah, it's really good. It's a good okay. one. Wow. Do you remember um, when, was it on Punked? that Ashton Kutcher punked Beyonce and now we're just talking about Christmas but uh she went to like it was like come put, yes, come put yay, the, the, the tree, star the on tree. the tree for yeah. all these like you know yep. sick kids or yep. something and then I she puts this. it on and then it falls the whole thing falls over and like when do you ever get to see Beyonce shook about yeah. anything yeah right that but was, I but I feel like also in that moment she was just kind of like all right well live and let live live and let live um but yeah we wanted today we want to talk a little a little bit about how you can you know be open to taking up more space how you can challenge yourself in those moments and I think like for us Sam and I I it's it's difficult it makes me feel uncomfortable well I mean like let's kind of define what taking taking up space space is like to me anyways it's it's something that I can't necessarily define but it's this feeling that I have of similar to you I'm talking about being in a cafe being at a restaurant doing anything so for example uh last week's podcast episode you know I went and picked up these coffees and I'm oh, an yeah. almond milk girl just as an oat milk girl yeah. I mean I, I can do almond though I, can I, do almond. I, I, I get uh, decaf caffeinated yeah right is but this decaf th- that is decaf actually oh, okay, this morning because yeah, yeah. you said you wanted decaf oh, okay but, but last week, uh, I was getting just, you know, what, I, what our assumed orders would be. And instead of me ordering almond milk, 
because that's my preference. I generally don't like oat milk in my in my lattes. I just got oat just to make it easier. It's not that the the barista was busy or rushing me or there yeah. was not even I don't think anybody behind me. Yeah. I just didn't want to overcomplicate. Right. But it's like to me, these are the little things that I mean in terms of taking up space and not shrinking myself to make other people feel comfortable yeah but especially in situations where she wouldn't have felt uncomfortable no, no, she wouldn't i don't know she would, it would have just been like it's any other a, order for and her, a lot yeah. of the time it yeah. is sometimes i feel like with these like more service workers where it's like i don't want to get in your way you probably already had a crap day yeah, yeah. you know it's 7 a.m yeah. you're here you're you're doing your best why do i need to make it more complicated but at the same time it's like it's really not that big a deal and i talked about this example on the podcast before of being uh at a store and there was no nobody at the register but there was someone hanging clothes mm-hmm. and I was standing there this other woman was standing there we could have stood there till we became skeletons and instead I went over and I said hey I would actually uh if you could just grab somebody for the for the front cash yeah and that to me was like going to war and back like it was so hard for me to do that for me it's very awkward and do you feel like it ties in a little bit to people pleasing I think it's people pleasing and I think it's also um, just like that not wanting to be a burden, which also I guess yeah. can be can be linked into to the people yeah. pleasing. And I see it in like certain family members mm-hmm. of like and, and I see it in myself in a bigger way of me not wanting to try new things, do new things because I don't want to get in anybody's way. I don't want to be bad at it. I don't want to be any of those things. I get very uh, frustrated almost with myself because I'll say, OK, I'm going to go and try do something new and I'm going to go do this or I'm going to do that and then it's almost like I, I I dare I say it's the anxiety of putting myself in those situations for something that wouldn't someone wouldn't even have a second thought with I've been thinking about for three days yeah you know what I mean well, like t- and tons of examples tons of times I've felt like this and I think and it really happens it starts to happen as an adult mm. right because as a kid you're trying new things all the time you're constantly like being dropped off at a building and being like go make friends and have fun at soccer camp go make friends and do this here go and do this how many times i've said i was gonna join a soccer team right i don't there's so there's so many things that like i I realized this in 2019 um about myself or maybe actually no it might have been early 2020 actually that i was like i haven't tried new things in so long i haven't challenged myself in so long was that when we decided that we were like hey we're gonna go do things uh no this was pre you this oh, is pre okay. our pre our friendship actually because I had signed up and I was going to a uh, spin class because I oh. loved going to spin back uh, in Newfoundland, and so I signed up to go to a spin class and then I remember being so proud of myself and I was like okay it's nine a.m. walking to my class I go there it's very quiet and there's no one around and I'm like hey I'm here for the nine a.m. and they're like oh you booked for Yorkville not the downtown location or whatever like, and I was like. And I've had that happen several times where it's like you take the chance, you try to go do something. I've had it happen specifically with the gym where I get there. I don't have my sneakers, my leggings. It's my first time back in two years. And you're just like, "Ah." you're like, I'm going. I tried. What was the time that you were like, oh, I'm going to bring my laptop? Oh, yeah. This I was thinking about that when you were talking about. So again, not long ago, I always want to go. I have felt so unstimulated working from home honestly like the the job that we have yeah. can be so unstimulating i'm yeah. so unchallenged you don't have co-workers so i'm like trying to get myself out of the house you know i have all this content this is great i'm gonna go here i'm gonna get a coffee get a croissant I'm gonna sit down blah, blah, blah. i sit down yeah. i don't have the footage that i need so then i'm there with a, and i can't even get up and leave because i got a coffee to stay 
and it, oh <laughs> you so, know what oh I mean? my gosh so then you're sitting there just being like okay so i guess i have, I have now to I'm just not really time. enjoy and, and the worst coffee. part of it is is that i'm gonna then go home and i'm not gonna do any work right because right. then i just sa- sabotage right. even further of yeah. hmm, i've tried and i don't want to do that and it stops me from doing so many things and experiencing so many things and now i realized like with a swim class and you know and especially after my breakup i'm like i haven't explored this this city in the way that i want to i don't know this city in the way that i want to i don't know what i like anymore yeah. i don't know what i like I it's think- my nightmare when people ask me what my hobby is and i don't want that to be a nightmare question anymore yeah i think it's, it's it becomes really interesting uh, the question of being an adult and figuring out like what makes me happy again yeah. uh, it's almost a sad question that i've had to like sit really sit with myself and try to think of a concrete answer because it's kind of depressing to well sit and, there and there's also and- a lot that goes into it because you know you might be really happy doing some whatever it is whatever activity but is also do you have the time for it do you have the money uh, uh, hobbies as an adult are expensive, expensive right i wanted to do pottery we tried pottery i loved it like I, when I, I say i loved it i loved it i loved I, pottery and i'd like to do it again um so expensive like the eight week course that i was looking at was like six hundred dollars and to be honest with you if you think about it in the long run like you know you play yeah. sports or any, I anything i love my organized, pieces that i got from that pottery class yeah you're gonna spend like obviously spend some money and it's something you enjoy but at the same time it's also the commitment of like it was an eight week course i'm gonna have to commit for eight times each week like am i gonna be able to do this and like this whole i play and out then this kind of scenario you can, in my you head you almost like count yourself out before it yeah. happens. So i go then, i can't commit to that so I'm then you don't even you don't even try and so and it's kind of sad because i know how much i enjoyed it and when i was doing it um and then you know you just and i and i I, I don't think i can you self-sabotage well and i think that's the key with almost everything it's like for the most part anything i'm dreading to do i go and do it and it's normally fine right and i normally end up having a better time time than i expected to and i think that's what kind of sucks is like we stop ourselves from doing so much that you never even get the chance to experience it in the first place i think an important thing to kind of take note of is and something i've been trying to put into practice is thinking of our future self right the one the future person that i want to become which is obviously a better hopefully more developed individual in general and like what does that person look like what does that person do this person cares for themselves this person does go out and do activities that challenges them even though it does feel uncomfortable it's like you try anyways because again how are you supposed to grow if you're never put in any uncomfortable situation it's just not a thing yeah um and what i again try to do is imagine jessica thinking okay, what's tomorrow look like for me? So a great example was, I don't know, it was like last week I'd messaged Sam and I was like, okay, what would future Jess want done tomorrow to make my day easier? And I had to set up for pretty blunt, right? We usually, we have like lights, camera action over going on over here. There's a whole bunch of stuff that's for takedown and, and, and set up. And so I was like, I'm going to do this the night before so that tomorrow when I wake up, future Jess goes, Oh, like okay I don't have to worry about that today I can maybe take an extra five minutes on my walk or I don't have to rush to get ready or I'm not going to be late when Sam comes here or whatever else it may be I think it's so important that we think about that future self and think about there was a quote on TikTok and it's like do the hard thing whatever is the hardest thing to do now will be the easier thing later so like for example if you're waking up and you're um you you have a really bad time waking up in the morning at like 6 a.m or something like that it's like what's more difficult waking up at 6 a.m that's probably the difficult thing to do 
now, but later your future self is going to thank you for getting up early because you're going to have, what are the benefits? Uh, you're going to have more time. You're going to have your day started, your coffee, write down your organization. It's it's so important to think about the future, but in a way that is now, still bringing yourself into the now, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. And I think when, like that relates to taking up space because it's like you're going to need to take action on behalf of yourself Always. and you're going to need to take those first steps for it to even become comfortable. Anything yeah. that you're doing, even this podcast like it took us how long to set this up the first time we ever did it versus now it's not as hard right the first time I ever came like if I hadn't have tried my YouTube channel if I hadn't have gone that route then I wouldn't be here right now so there's like certain things that like we've tried that we weren't scared to try but then there's certain things that are like we want to try but we can't and I think those are the places that it's like that's where you need to feel like taking Mm. up space because your taking up space might not be the same as ours right yeah 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 it might be something completely different because to me like coming here talking on the internet doing this this could very much be taking up this is taking up yeah, space yeah, yeah, and this yeah. isn't the type yeah. of taking up space that i have a hard time with mine is in person in the real world when i'm by myself the sneezing with talk about the sneezing yes okay so this is kind of what actually because <laughs> i'm like this is a great example <clears throat> of sam's way of taking up space that i'm different with right. i would be different with right so i was leaving shooting pretty blunt and i was heading to the to the grocery store here and i was in desperate need of grocery because I just gotten home from Newfoundland so it wasn't like a oh fun little trip to the grocery store it's like there's no food at my house so I go into the grocery store and immediately get this tickle in my throat and I'm like oh no we all know it we all know it's like one of those bad ones where you're like in an exam and you're like "Mm." Like, and, and like holding it's just is like, making it worse like holding, holding it's like, it is I'm, like it's, it's torture yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, cho- you're, torture. you're actually choking I'm choking your, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, so I'm choking myself I'm at the grocery <laughs> store I'm like just trying to play cool in the produce I'm like okay maybe I'll just get a couple of things like, let's move quickly and like to the point where like my eyes are watering yeah. like I'm physically like if anybody had looked at me they probably thought I was turning into a zombie yeah. like this someone this called throw me up, like, yeah like this is bad to the point where like I left the grocery store and then I was coughing so much like I'm, I'm good I don't know what happened. I just had a cough attack, but I was coughing so much. And I said to Jess, like a couple of days later, I was like, oh yeah, by the way, when I left your place, I went to the grocery store and I ended up leaving because I was scared to cough. And, and, I, and like, I said, what? <laughs> I was like, what do you, like, what, like, what do you mean? Like you were in like, and you were scared to cough. She was like, no, I actually had to physically leave the grocery store. I did not go back Put in. Put my basket down. I was like, left. You you exit and here's oh, i mean here's the thing okay i get it like we just had a whole pandemic i mean so we're still like in it, it, it you know what like I mean? you know what i mean so it kind of makes sense that it's like you normally know, before coughing. like but honestly wouldn't it have been a big maybe no pre, i still but that's been, a great yeah, question yeah. actually pre-covid i'm I sure still, i, still I would've still would have had a hard time with it i think i wouldn't have not left as, the store not, I, I might not have left the store like i did this time but I definitely love the store this time. <laughs> I like I, I because was of shocked. the because I was of shocked. the like the COVID ramifications. It's like I don't want people coming at me with pitchforks and thinking I'm like going there spreading. But here's the thing: germs this, all over. Here's the, the delusion of that: is like who would have came up to you? Truly, I don't know. At that at that location, maybe. Why you're telling me no? Come on. No, I think that's an okay location. <laughs> I don't think anyone would come up. I certainly, if someone coughed in public, in my head, I go. Whenever I hear someone cough in public now, I go, do it. That, it. that is the truth you need you need but to I let don't, it out i don't think that i think how dare you <laughs> if someone coughs in public no i don't i got you got a cough you got a cough no i mean if someone's having like a cough attack in the produce aisle well i'm gonna hope that they're covering their mouth and walking yeah. away like yeah. i mean that's the respectful thing to do but i think like to me the root of all of it is a situation where somebody says something to me right that's it that's what have you really ever scared. had that happen 
think about it have you ever had that happen one time you did and that one time well no really it was it. this is this is actually not this was just an embarrassing situation of just me existing okay okay i was at i was in the bahamas and uh i was at the restaurant the resort yeah. restaurant and the night before i had gotten a piece of bread to go with like my soup that um was had like cinnamon in it or something I think i've heard this story. No, i don't talk jess this is I still think about this. This is in 2019. I think about this nonstop. This is why I don't can't do this stuff okay. because I'm going to think about it forever okay, 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 about this woman in the Bahamas. Insane. I'm like, she probably is thinking about me right now, even though it's probably not even that bad of a situation. Anyways, I got the cinnamon bread and I was like, I don't want the fucking cinnamon. Yeah. I don't want the cinnamon bread again. So I go up to the bread station and I take with the tongs and I go to sniff the bread yeah and this woman comes up to me because i want to see if there's cinnamon in it and i didn't want to take it if there was cinnamon yeah. in it. and she comes up to me and she's like did you just sniff the bread and i was like yes she's like you cannot just do that you need to put it on your plate now and i didn't like put it up in my face or anything like i was like i'm like sure okay now in covid times reflecting on it sure okay you should have walked sorry. it towards you or I'm something i'm so sorry but i haven't stopped thinking about it who was it was it staff so, yeah they came the staff came up to you yeah and said that don't sniff it how old were you this was literally three four years ago in the bahamas and they came up to you and they were like yeah ma'am i'm literally how dare you I'm sweating sniff so it's like now i don't want to upset anybody ever i'm getting chills i'm getting sweaty just thinking oh about my it gosh. this is i think it's that it's that conflict of doing something wrong i will in hindsight that terrifies you shouldn't have me. sniffed the bread in hindsight, i know in, in hindsight i would have took the bread and then if it ended up being a cinnamon bread yeah i would have been like okay i'll get up and then or or even better i might have asked the staff hey i just want to make sure i'm not getting the cinnamon bread <laughs> yep. here but also you know, if no one was there, some tongs. The buffet, like, like what's yeah. a gal to do, right? Anyways, it, I wasn't thinking. I wasn't was, thinking. You know, one of my... I'll never do it again. One of my most... Im- I, this is embarrassing, but also, like, I, getting called out for something. This is kind that, of that, that is my fear, right? Of the getting called out. I don't want to be doing anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, this, I mean, this was kind of wrong of me, though. I, I ended up... I was going into, like, my school for something, and something fell out of my pocket, but I think I didn't realize it had fallen out of my pocket. And if it was, it was, like, a small little receipt or something, and honestly, it blew away with the wind, and mm. I just kind of turned around, and I was like, oh, it's, it's whatever, and yeah. I kept walking. Nine times out of ten, here's the thing, nine times out of ten, I would have turned around and picked it back up and put it back in my pocket, but I think because I was like, I'm unsure if that was even mine, and it's already yep. rolling away. I'm just, I got to go to class, whatever. Sometimes you sniff the bread, sometimes you drop the receipt, you know? And I'm walking in, and there was like three girls Oof. that were standing there, and they go, yeah, I wish I, they said something, they said something along the lines, like, oh, yeah, 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 like, I wish I would just leave, like, leave my, <laughs> like, garbage all over the floor instead of, and I, and I literally was like, I was so embarrassed because like nine times out of 10, I would have went back to pick it up. It was this one time that I didn't. And, and by the way, I hate my biggest pet peeve is like the things like this, that it's like everyone has had this happen to them. You're not going to tell me you perfectly recycle your stuff all the time. You're not going to tell me like, unless you're a zero waste kind of gal and you literally have, you only have a jar that you've used the last year of all the waste you have. Like, don't come to me and, and get upset about something like that. But at the end of the day, they were holding me accountable for the fact that I didn't turn around for that receipt. But I was like, 
I know. And I felt so embarrassed by it. And now if I ever see someone like drop a receipt or anything, it reminds me of that situation. And in my head, I go, I would, I'll always pick up the receipt. Well, I mean, to me, it's like, I think it's just like, we need to be giving people a little more benefit of the doubt. I mean, for me, my feelings of like taking up space, it's very much, I don't want to have one person in that store say something to me. And it's not about me being perfect. It's about just me pissing that person off. Whether or not I'm doing the right or wrong thing, I just don't want to be in their way. There's nothing wrong with me ordering an almond milk and an oat milk latte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So it's not a question of me trying to be like... Well, I don't know. I disagree. There is something wrong with that. (laughs) Yeah. Oat milk is overrated. I'll tell you that right now. I would would have done an almond, by the way. It makes certain lattes taste like salted pretzels. It gets a little too salty. Yeah. But I actually like the oat in this mocha. So that's why I got it this Mm. time. Because I was not going to this time. But I was like, I actually did like the oat. So it's fine. I'll get the oat. It doesn't taste oaty. It's fine. I'll get the oat. (laughs) But but that's the thing. It's like for me, it's not a feeling of needing to be a perfect person. It's I just don't want to have a conflict with somebody, especially someone who's working. uh, Yeah, the anxiety of conflict alone too. That's what stops me uh, from it. It's not like trying to be right or wrong. It's just like I don't want to be in someone's way. Yeah, I'm just I scared just, of that. It's like that same feeling of like being a burden, but just yeah. in a public way of, and I don't know if that's due to me partially working in the service industry for a long time. And then also my own things of like, because I deal with that in personal relationships as well, that it's not surprising that in public, I'm also still dealing with, you know, trying to figure out how to, to operate in a way that I feel comfortable, like I'm taking up space and I, I'm allowed to be there. I get, I just get in my head. I get in my head so Well, that, I mean, bad. that's, that's where it all is because again like you asked me the question who has ever said anything to me nobody right right so it's not a that like not that it's invalid to be feeling that way but it's like i am making it up in my head so where do and we, i where go do out we... and see people do stuff all the time I know. that i'd be like i would never like people talking really loud on their phones oh or God, people talking but it's really funny because to me it's like it's always older people and they're the ones that are like kids on their phone blah, blah, and then i'm standing at the bank and they're like bing, bong, 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 or like playing some game or they've got the most obnoxious ringtone and i'm like oh it's us we're the ones who have the problem with it but anyways that it's that to me that type of taking up space of like just like do you not realize there's people around you and like you have no consideration for like the noise pollution that you're creating right now my biggest thing in terms of when it comes down to feeling like i'm taking up space or the burden of taking up space or like like anything like that it always comes down to like how people are perceiving me and and what they're going to think of me and like to be honest with you I get really in my head and have this entire conversation of people are going to think I'm tied into bad I'm a bad person I'm not like oh I'm not considerate of other people oh I'm not like it goes into this entire spiral when really like it's coming down to just you know you're honoring what you want or what you're asking for well and also a lot of the time and pretty much all of these situations are like strangers that we're never going to see again Right. So if somebody yeah, sees you too. drop a receipt and they tell you that you're the worst litterer on the planet. It's like they also don't know you. It's like me being like your green hair is ugly today. Right. And you'd be like, it's not green. So, so it's like, again, if we have a, I think if we had a little more certainty in ourselves, then we wouldn't be so scared of someone saying something to us because they can say it. That doesn't make it true. Yeah. I think that it, it I think it scares me of like maybe I give people that much power they hold that over me that like you can say I'm I have a real uh I watched a TikTok and somebody was saying on it there they were like going through she was like uh saying 
I'm not a bad person. Even if you think I'm a bad person, I know that I am not a bad person. And she was saying all these like lines of, and if I do this, it does not mean that I am this just because you think that I did everything like that. Like she's kind of going through one by one. And I felt the uncomfortability of her expressing it out loud because to me, it's the same thing as if someone comes up to me and goes like, you're a bad person because you did this or something like this. And again, like this person might not even know me. I'll tie my whole identity of like, I'm a bad person. Yeah. I'm not a good person. I'm not this. I'm not that. And it's like, I'll spiral about and I'm like, wait, this person doesn't know me because I know in reality, you'd never think I was a bad person. Um, The friends that I keep around me would never think I'm a bad person. Well, I mean, majority of the time, don't get me wrong. If I were to do something bad, I'm sure you guys would call me out for it. Sure. But of course there's going to be, again, like there's going to be a conversation there and like no one's saying that no one can make a mistake right so if anybody's going to penalize you because you've made a mistake that's their problem too right and that Mm. and that sucks whether it's you know you dropping a receipt or whatever it's like you're allowed to make a mistake even if you do go out and do something and take up space and someone gets upset with you you're gonna live Mm. it's fine Mm. right it also might just be their opinion someone might not like the way that you're driving some might not like the way that you are in a store at the park at whatever like that's up for them to decide and Mm -hmm. to say something to you right like I had a situation where I was going into this is during the pandemic like more fully and there was always lineups to get into places I was walking into somewhere that had a big lineup uh, to go into one place and no lineup to get into the other place. So I knew that walking in, it was going to look like I was skipping the line. Oh. Right? And I felt uncomfortable walking in because I knew it looked like I was skipping the line. And I knew it that someone might say something to me. And they did. What did they say? And they something about us skipping the line. And And they were upset. Right? And the person I was with got upset back. And I was like, you're telling me that walking into this situation that no, I don't think it's reasonable to yell at anybody at a a location, whatever. That's not what I'm talking about. That guy is not my problem. But it's not shocking. There's a huge lineup. It's a rainy day. Mm -hmm, People mm -hmm. have been waiting to get in here. And then we look like we're strolling in right past everybody. So the fact that somebody said something is not shocking. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. And previous me might have gotten in the other line. Yeah. Just and lined up for 30 minutes and and wasted all my time just to go into the other place that had no lineup. Yeah. Right. So me taking up space is walking past that line and going into my place where I rightfully can go. I have every right to go in here. But previously, I might have not even gone. Yeah. Just because I didn't want to risk someone saying anything to me, even though I know I'm fully right. Where do we think that stems from? Uh, do I don't know. It, I don't think I'm worth it. I don't know what to tell you. Well, because like, really, some people, some people but, don't but even to think me, twice. To me, what was really interesting was the person that I was with then got so upset that I said something about them getting upset. So I was like, you're now putting us in a dangerous situation. We don't need to react to this person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course, they th- they thought we were skipping the line. Yeah. And they're an idiot who's going to get upset about someone skipping a line and they're going to yell as an adult at another adult. Did either of you say like, hey, by the way, I'm not skipping the line like this. What's going on? Uh, Yeah. But the the person that I was with had sort of yelled it back at the other person, which, again, that's not it either. Right. Right. You're both wrong. Yeah. 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 Okay. You know, like, yeah, it looked like we were skipping. No, we are not skipping. This whole interaction didn't need to happen. You didn't need to say anything to us. We definitely didn't need to say anything back to you. We're in the right. We can continue to walk on into the store. Yeah. That's it. It's like you don't even, the reaction, you didn't even have to do the reaction. Right. But to me, it's like you shouldn't also be shocked that like, and again, I guess that's sort of also in my mind of us analyzing constantly wondering what people are thinking of us of walking into the store bracing for someone to say something to me. And this was a time where somebody did, but they were, you know, half 
valid in that in the sense of like i wasn't shocked for sure and because i, I mean, know how it looked this was what be, de- during pandemic as yeah, well it's like, like the lineups year. do you remember when the, the grocery store lineups and stuff it was like it was yeah right people were on edge like again i understand that guy was on bad behavior he's not somebody that i know or care to know mm. right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i just i i'm trying to figure out w- what it is that like how do you truly get past it do you just continue to put yourself in those awkward situations or like yes. you actively have to say yes when i'm in this situation and my mind tells me like well don't for example do this. like when i got the coffees and then i recognized this in myself and then i was like next time i get the coffees i'm gonna get the milk that i want the, even yeah. though i end up liking the oat but right. like next time i'm going to do this and that's i think what stops people from doing things like this is that you, there's almost an embarrassment or a shame to how small the act is that you need to do to feel accomplished right of like it's not that easy to be like hey i ordered this coffee with almond milk today mm-hmm. wow samantha oh my god you're in your but early you 30s and you ordered a, but that's what but i'm saying this is the dialogue that goes on in yeah, people's yeah, heads yeah, I know. and this is why people don't start yeah because it, it's so small right it feels so small but obviously it's not for Mm -hmm. you if it's that hard if it really is that much of an accomplishment then i need to get that almond milk so that next time i can do this and so that next time i can do that and then next time it's even bigger yeah like if i can't get the almond milk there's no way i'm walking into a dance studio and doing a dance class yeah it's very much yeah it's it's, you got to do the baby steps in order to get to the bigger steps and like listen if you order a dance class you end up doing that as your first thing some people are going to see it differently obviously like whatever it is to you yeah whatever taking up space is to you it's about building that that character and and really like putting aside those inner thoughts and and any anxiety you're you're experiencing because of of course everyone is in their own head yeah everyone's in your this is all you have to live with ever well like, to you me know, you're never like, gonna know what anyone else is thinking about you identifying truly. those exact well exactly and they're coming from their own perspective so it's like you'd probably be shocked to hear what people think because there's like probably worse things that they're yeah. thinking about that you didn't even notice yeah right yeah. but it's like to me it's like finding out being able to discover what those things are it's like again i know i'm talking about this coffee but it's like it's there's nothing wrong with me ordering two different milks yeah so when there's nothing wrong with me doing something it's pretty black and white like that kind of situation i can then tap into the fact that that doesn't make sense that that causes discomfort to do that there's certain things that you know shouldn't cause discomfort to do you know what i'm i'm thinking about is i'm thinking like maybe part of it for me was always keeping the status quo in the family yeah yeah you don't want to rock the boat you don't want to rock the boat so it's like i would rather just put myself aside instead of like causing an issue even though the issue isn't an issue it's like you you work this up in your head to be this is a bigger issue than what it is yeah and you sit there and you're like okay what's so what's my safe way around this what's my way of of putting myself aside not and at the end of the day what you end up doing is not putting yourself first right and we should be putting ourselves first as individuals always like you know like you should be putting your own space first but it's like kind of putting your your you know when they on the planes Mm. you put your own mask on first put your own mask on first before you do anyone else's and i think people forget that yeah and i mean i think it'll open up uh, a lot of doors too which is really really exciting of like you don't know what you don't know yeah should we take a second to thank our sponsor yes yes Rimmel's Kind and Free is a better kind of beauty for everyone. It's good for me, good for us, and good for the planet. 
good for me because it uses natural and sustainably sourced ingredients. It's non-toxic, free of fragrance, talc, mineral oil, and D5. Good for us because it's not tested on animals. Celebrates diversity through a wide shade selection. And Rimmel is now fully Leaping Bunny mm-hmm. certified, cruelty-free by Cruelty Free International. And good for the planet because of its vegan formulas and recycled packaging. packaging. Great products in there. Moisturizing skin tint, concealer, pressed powder, mascara. Tons of shades, good for all skin types. Yes, and we started our kind and free moments. We came up with this uh, this idea, and today's kind and free moment, we want to talk about taking up space. And one of the very first things that Sam and I did to challenge ourselves, and again, comfortability because we did it together, was we decided to do an improv class. We've talked about this before. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, when we got there, we were shocked because we were the almost only people who came with a friend. A little bit later in the evening, there was like a date that came and maybe two sets of friends, but at first, everybody there was themselves and i could honestly i was and i, I remember us being shocked looking at each other being like no one knows and each they other. were just there to like try something new yeah and, and most, i was like did we ask did you ask anybody i think i'd asked a couple of people and they were just like oh i just yeah. i've always had an interest in doing it and so i decided to book a but class. that's what's so interesting is like for them that might have been nothing yeah but and for us it was the i was like us, oh my it was like gosh. one of the hardest things I and like people so might nervous. think that that was would be very easy because of our jobs and what we do but it's no. like it's a different ball game it was I was so nervous I thought that that's that was something that was weirdly not outside my comfort zone because I'd done improv in high school but you know we talked about in this episode how as kids we did things all the time we yeah. challenged ourselves all the time making a fool of yourself wasn't a big deal when you okay. were like you know when you were nine or ten years old right skip a whore uh, skip skip a whore skip ahead to you know i don't know 20 25 onwards and you start realizing that you're like you stop doing all the things that you maybe had an interest in like an yeah. art class honestly i feel like it stops like late teens it's like it because it's like when high school i think we've probably. talked about this before but it's like when being unique no longer became yeah was no longer cool i did in grade nine was when i did improv yeah. and then i feel like it was like mid high school was when i stopped kind of i, I want to say challenging myself because i feel like challenging myself is the right term um but like in grade nine i would have tried anything i tried out for i would have tried out for volleyball I well, like also nowadays, things, were, things yeah, were more accessible and we had more time too so it's like it takes a lot more effort as an adult yeah right yeah it's like oh now i've got to find a league and i've got to pay and this and that versus it was like come after school and it's all yeah, your friends right so it's like you really need to try now you really need to put in the effort to like have these activities for yourself and 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 literally be uncomfortable with the fact that you're not going to know anybody we had so much fun well even that night before we realized the guy was on a date because we could not figure out if he was on a date. oh yeah me and sam were like okay and like now what if we like try to figure out this guy's single we obviously we found out the guy was on a date and stuff like that but it was fun that we had put ourselves went way outside our comfort zone yeah and new part of town new part of town we went to a new restaurant we did yeah um and like i'm pretty sure that they forgot something with our order by the way and we didn't mention it yeah well that's pretty sure another thing let's talk about that after this yeah (laughs) anyway um but again improv was so much fun and it was something that i feel it's a little thing that we shared with each other it was it wasn't a free moment but it was definitely a kind moment (laughs) and um I yeah I loved it i thought it was fun i i want to go back honestly i want to do some like scene work yeah around two yeah Circling back to the restaurant when we had done this improv class, um, we I'm almost positive 
something was forgotten like we had ordered something that we wanted to try and what it was forgotten or something very very common thing that's happened at a restaurant I'm sure everyone else has experienced it this to me is like a very good example of taking Taking up space space. because it's like it's very obvious that first of all you've paid for it you've ordered it or you've ordered it you're going you want to pay for it so there's nothing inherently wrong about asking for what you've ordered yes but but it feels yet, so bad or getting your order wrong yes and and getting the meal and being like oh like i really didn't are you eating if there's this. a hair in your food oh d- okay this is controversial because this it is also this time. is not necessarily a taking up <laughs> space question this is just another well no well if you think me, about it if there was a it, hair in your food taking up space would be like um actually there ha- there's a hair in my yes, food can you replace but it, it that would be but, but that to would me be uncomfortable i would just eat the food not because I'm uh, a pushover or because I don't want to say anything. It's just, uh, I don't want to wait. Okay. So (laughs) wet food. Yes, I probably would. Like if it isn't a salad, I'm not going to eat the salad. I probably wouldn't. Like it depends. It really, really depends. That question, like to me, salad's pretty wet. Yeah, if, there's a, if it was in salad, I wouldn't eat oh, the salad. Oh, so salad is wet. No, yeah. Okay. If it was uh, like a dry meal or something, I don't know what would be. Like if it was on a fry or something, I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to take it off the fry. Like not right. a big deal. You or if it, was like, if it was entangled into the food, like say it was like a fresh beef patty, obviously homemade beef patty, and then there's a hair intertwined into the patty, that's a no. I would never eat that. Yeah. Well, obviously, because like, oh, I'm going to take each bite. is going to be a piece of hair that I'm eating. No. Ugh. But here's the, the thing. thought of pulling it If out. I was out with you and yes. you ordered something and it didn't come the way that you wanted it you were like yeah. oh they forgot to put take well, off this, the croutons or something like that yeah i would say something no problem and i think that is no really where it goes to show because let's say you would never do it for me you would never do it for you that's consistent right right but if you would do it for me and you wouldn't do it for you that says a lot about what you think about yourself exactly well i mean clearly i don't think much <laughs> But really, I mean, I think that's very, very common is, well, often like, you know, someone says something to my friend, someone does something to my friend, someone does very easy, get up and defend them and, and, and no problem. Yeah. But for ourselves, we cannot do it the same. And yeah. I think that's why we talk about all the time of treating yourself like a friend, whether it's your internal dialogue of how you're speaking to yourself, how you're speaking about yourself, holding yourself accountable, holding yourself accountable. I'm not good at that at all. Or it's, you know, taking action on behalf of yourself. And, you know, I've said this quote 7 million times from um, adult children of emotionally immature parents, but the best way to relieve feelings of helplessness are to take action on behalf of yourself. And I feel like that is so important. It can really, you know, we can all sit around waiting for somebody to save us. Like it's the nicest idea ever, but really no matter how much someone else does for you, if you're not doing it for yourself, it's not going to matter. And I think surrounding yourself with people who are, uh, you know, individuals who put themselves first and take up space. Like it's totally, it's totally, uh, it's, it's more, um, I don't want to say acceptable. It feels more comfortable when you see other people practicing it, like putting it to practice where you're like, okay, maybe that isn't such a big deal. Maybe like, and again, because I have this connection of, I don't want to be too much. I don't want to be too sensitive. I don't want to be too emotional. I don't want to be all these things. Then to me, taking up space is almost weirdly connected to that. Like, oh, I don't want to make a big deal about this. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's not making a big deal. You didn't get your salsa. Yeah. You, You know, you asked for no cheese, whatever. It's like, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. And, and again, for any friend. And really, even if the waitress comes over and acts like it's the end of the world, it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's, she's it's, allowed to be pissed. It's again, fine. Rea- yeah. Reactions are one of those things, too. And it's just kind of like it, it, it's it's like you have to almost separate it. Yes. You have to be able to take the situation and what it is and think logically. And I think that's my biggest issue is having that separation. I have a very big uh 
I, I almost want to say like identity crisis with the fact that everything is so emotional and personal for me. Yep. I take things way too personally yeah, I sometimes. Think that's, I think that's a whole another episode idea and because it, it, it's yeah. like taking things personally and, and it's it's fascinating. Um, I think sometimes when you're able to like have a conversation with someone else and get their perspective and be like, that's what you were thinking? Yeah. Yeah. That's what you were thinking? Yeah. And it's like, it really goes to show. It's like, until you ask, you'll never know. And even when you do ask, Sometimes people aren't even honest with themselves. No, I, right? I so it's I like can. it's one of those things of like you'll only be certain in yourself. And of course, like how people treat you, how people tell you that you're treating them, like obviously that's important. Like yeah. if you constantly have people telling you you're a bad person and you're like, I'm not, I'm well, not. Right. It's like, well, there might be some reflection to be done there. Of course, we all need to be held accountable. We can't all be perfect all mm-hmm. the time. But it's like it's those little things that I think when you when you start to, to tap into it, once you start to stand up for yourself, those little things that you're doing, those will become easy. And then you move on to the next one. You move on to the next one. You move yeah. on to the next one. And then next time you find yourself in a relationship or in a situation where somebody is, um, you know, not treating you with respect, or whatever, you might not put up with those same yeah. things in the same way. Yeah. And I think starting with the small things like the at home things. If you can't really put it into practice in a public setting, try doing it in a personal setting. So for example, if you know that like you have, you you used to do it, well, I think you still do it like with your special glasses or your heart-shaped bowl. And it's like, okay, this is something that I would do for someone else. And I get these little tiny yeah. seeds yeah, I that think it's would like, leak into, it's I think, all public. Like, it all really comes together because it's like that to me is not really taking up space, but it's caring for myself right and right. it's like they kind of then intertwine lend, a if i'm bit, not yeah. caring for myself at home why would i care for myself when i go to the coffee shop yeah, yeah. right so it's like me make okay let's take it back to making the bed me making the bed me giving myself my heart bowl all of that is me caring for myself and then when i go out into the world it's like what would i'm I gonna do? be I'm gonna upholding care. those I'm same care, standards yeah. right and it doesn't for and also it doesn't feel as anxiety like yeah. ridden because yeah. then i'm like ugh, god it's almond milk samantha oh my god like let's talk about the real first like this is physical space um which is also hard for me like you know eating in public all that kind of stuff by yourself whatever it's very hard and last summer or the summer before um i had hadn't eaten all day i went to the grocery store i got a wrap i took my blanket to the park had my lemonade had my caesar wrap and i was like so proud of myself and had a big circular blanket but i folded my circular blanket in half as to not take up too much space even though i was at a big park there's lots of space for everybody Mm -hmm. but i was like you know it's toronto summer park time i'm pretty sure it was 2020 when everybody was at the park so i folded my blanket into like um a rectangle this is important information a rectangle that looked eerily like a yoga mat so then a woman comes and sits four feet in front of me and you, did you think it was weird yes yeah i was like she's it's sitting a little too close. close yeah there's okay? a lot of space again here. it's a pandemic we're at a park you're about to do some stretches or something i'm trying to have my wrap yeah then another woman comes then another woman comes and i'm slowly being physically surrounded do i say anything back front side left le- all front sides? side and maybe back or like side oh, back the, the back would have been the one that solidified it for me i'd been like i'm in the wrong place because right then now. it all happened real quick where yeah. then i was in the middle of a class and i literally had to be like uh uh Oh, I'm not because they're like, hi, hi. And you're like, I'm and not I'm like, listen, Sarah, Lacey, like I'm I'm not part of this. I was like, oh, I'm not I'm not part of this. Because again, I'm like, maybe I'm thinking that they were like, let's meet over in like this corner. I'm sitting there on my rectangle blanket, which should have been a circle. And maybe if it had been a circle and if I had taken up that space, it wouldn't look like I was about to do this Pilates class. And then 
they fully encircle me and i'm like guys i'm not a part of this like you can you can stay and then I oh they said that you could stay oh that's so nice that's so nice that they came over to my space no i'm saying they sent me out and said i could stay at this public wait were they kicking you out well no but i'm sitting in the middle of their pilates class you're saying that they came up to you and said oh you can stay well yeah i mean they didn't didn't come up to me until i was like you know I, i was sitting there being like you know this is i'm not a part of this hoping that they would be like oh my god sorry and get up and leave no, right? They were just like, you know, you to can me, join again, in this is one rap. of those situations where inherently in my mind, this is my opinion, there's a right and a wrong. Okay. Of, I was here first. So move your Pilates class a little bit to the side. I'm not sitting in the Pilates center of the park. This is not a rented space. Right, right, right. Right. So to me, if we were all doing a Pilates class and we realized, oh, my God, we just surrounded this person who was sitting here having a wrap, living their lives. We'll move over. And then they might say, no, 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 we'll get up and move. But they were there first. So it's like these people clearly had no problem taking up space. I, Mm. what am I going to do? Sit there and, and take a stance and just, you know, so I got up, didn't even pack up my stuff, left the park. And I was like, I'm out. out. I feel like this happened multiple times, actually. During it did, <laughs> and then there was another time that I went the and runners, sat the runners. Oh, I can think of just I have four times, <sighs> four times in the summer of 2020, and this was honestly a wake up call for me because I was like, "Am I a ghost?" I, you know what, Samantha I, Casper Jane. They, <laughs> so then, so then I go to the park. I'm sitting there. Um, a class of like grade threes comes and sits like again four feet from me. The teachers they're giving instructions on the game, and then they're all running. And there's another time uh, a workout class starts right in front of me slash behind me, whatever. And then there was, again, another time of the nighttime nighttime runners that I was sitting on a bench. And then like 10 runners came, then 20, then 30. Then there was 100 runners dancing to Daddy Yankee <laughs> in front of me with lights. And I, I was like, I'm, I'm just Yankee. trying to sit here. <laughs> oh, but I'm not, I don't know what like, he says. I was like, like you know, you know like song? on a depressed winter evening <laughs> walk. That's all reminds me of... Um, <laughs> the uh like grade nine it was grade 10 for me the drinking olympics oh then it would have been grade seven (laughs) or eight for me yeah d whatever happened to daddy yankee d yankee i don't know but i know that that pitbull is actually a great guy is he yeah like he was like you know flying people around from puerto rico when everything was happening and giving them money and yeah pitbull's a good guy mr worldwide this is this is on off this is off topic completely off topic but on topic to what we're talking about right now i saw like this weird sean desmond do you remember sean desmond of course Um, he came to newfoundland in grade seven i didn't go to the concert and i'm still mad about it he was so popular back in the day and then i hear like i think he was on good morning america like some some type of he was on some type of show where he was like drake changed my life and like he was like getting all emotional and he was like drake came up to me and said the world needs sean desmond music and i think he's gonna start making music again there was this whole i'll show you I mean, the interview good, good there's this him. whole thing and he was like he was like drake came up to me and said like you've got a talent that like no one else has and he was getting emotional on i feel air like about it and i was like okay sean i mean canadian artists should do a better job supporting canadian and, artists and sean uh sean what's sean the paved the sean? way for justin what's the other sean what's sean, sean? mendez sean mendez was literally bartending at betty cash like last <laughs> like on halloween night and i was like the one time i don't get a petty cash you're telling me that sean mendez was bartending and I everyone know. i wouldn't be taking photos i'd be pretending like i didn't know him i'd be like oh is this your first time bartending i tip him really well and then i'd you know maybe ask for his number <sighs> i think he's single right now these flies in my place so are you crazy you can't uh you can't order a coffee but you can ask sean mendez out 
I definitely. Yeah, it's, it's something to reflect on. De- definitely. No, I, I can do the coffee. I have no problem doing two different coffees. That's that's fine with me. It's if I if if I got my order wrong, like mm. something that was middle school, I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I or like say Sadie, you know, you're always getting oh, her barking when no, Sadie's no, no. barking. Well, not Sadie barking. Sadie's haircuts. They don't cut her uh, cut around the. Butt oh my gosh, enough. they don't cut. Yeah, yeah. When Sadie gets her haircut, sometimes they don't. So cut here's her a good butt, challenge for you because you were just saying you need yeah. to book a haircut. So what are you gonna do next time when you book the haircut? Oh, what are you uh, gonna do him. when you go? Tell him. Cut the butt hair. Tell him. Also, side note: is taking up space kind of considered like when you're in a conversation, you want to leave the conversation, like you're done with the conversation, like you're like you mm. know, but like is that taking up space where you're like, oh, actually, like I have something to do. I will stay in conversations with people for like an hour. Like again, I, the guy was cutting the hair and he was talking to me for like an hour afterwards. And I was like, I can't just leave because I that would be rude for me yeah. to leave mid conversation. I mean, to me, is that taking up space? I mean, it's like a vague term, like you can call whatever you want, I guess. But to me, it's that's less taking up space. And it's just more like I don't know what I would call that. I have a lot of issues is, is what I would but, say. But I, I agree. Like I, I end up in that in that sort of situation as well. I, I totally I know what you or mean. Or I'm like, I would like to exit this yeah. and I can't exit it. It definitely falls under like, you know, I, I don't want to call it like standing up for yourself. That feels a little bit too much, but it's like maybe people pleasing. Yeah. Because the thing is, if you're like, thank you so much, I got to go. He wouldn't think anything of it. I think he just wants to chat. No, they're literally, they're, right? it, and this is the thing, like everything leaks into each other when it comes to self-development. It's like one thing it, it makes another thing either amplified or yeah. not. And like you, have you to learn one up, thing and then you reflect on this. And, and then, then it changes that. your views on this. And then you figure out, oh, wait a second, I have to do this to be able to do that. And it's like everything is so interconnected in a, in a weird, odd way. And that's why taking all these little steps, they do matter. They don't feel like they matter in the moment but they matter at the end of the day they do matter because how else are you supposed to progress yeah exactly i I think it's really important it can be a little bit scary but again we've talked so much about like surrounding yourself with good people Mm -hmm. and and i think we can all learn so much from each other too i agree i agree i struggle a lot in terms of with taking up space in general with feeling like a burden i know we touched on this Mm -hmm. a little bit but I even in just conversations when I'm talking about mental health or my anxiety or like Sam Sam knows I get in my head so much about things I spiral so bad about something that it completely takes a turn into something else and then I feel I'm going to be a burden like this person's going to think I'm a burden or I'm too much my mom great example with my mom my mom you know she has a my niece and my nephew she babysits she's got a whole bunch of things that she's got going on right I feel like taking up space and I I do think this relates is giving her a call and being like hey I'm not really doing good mentally but I'm like I don't like having those conversations with her because I feel like she's already got so much going on like saying you need help yeah and and actually that's that's a really good point is lately and Sam will I think Sam's proud of me for this lately every once in a while it doesn't happen all the time but I have I'm trying to get used to Uh, the very uncomfortable feeling of letting people know when I'm not okay. Yeah. Having the ability to celebrate when I've done something for myself that I'm like, this is something that like, it feels like I'm taking up space that shouldn't be like a really a big deal, but you got to celebrate within yourself too. Well, and it's one of those things where, again, it's, partially who you surround yourself with because if you're going to be surrounded by people who when you come to celebrate with me that look what I did and I'm like it's nothing yeah it's nothing yeah right then of course you're going to feel like a burden of course you're going to feel like it's not valid and it's not a big deal and you know other people who would feel comfortable to walk into a coffee shop and be like demand something wouldn't think a second thing about it right so it's like 
if you're always hearing that kind of thing growing up too, especially, or you're seeing people act like that, you're seeing people either, you know, it could happen one way of you're seeing people not get in the way and not prioritize themselves mm-hmm. and you learn to do that, or you're seeing people do it too much and then you go the converse yeah. of never prioritizing yourself because yeah. you're seeing somebody else cross the line or be selfish time and time again. And yeah. then perhaps in your future, then you either do that or you do like the real opposite of what, what can happen too. I think yeah. that's kind of one of the one of the implications of how we sort of, learn that and i think also as children it's confusing because your your thoughts your wants and stuff are almost never prioritized at least like in the way Mm. child rearing has been for the past 100 years 200 years a kid is just a kid and their thoughts aren't valued and their feelings aren't valued and they we think everything they do is blowing up blowing out of proportion and it's not valid and whatever but it's like to them in their little tiny brain this is a gigantic deal that you're I don't know what happens to a child that they get upset about, but that you're upset about that, right? Well, it's well, like- even the acknowledgement, if you think about as, as children, you know, let's say you see your mom upset, right? You notice a social cue. Your mom is visibly upset about something. So you go up to your mom and you go, hey, mom, like something's wrong, right? And your mom goes, oh, no, 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 sweetie. Like everything's fine. Like don't worry about it. That's already invalidating like what you viewed as something that you're like, no, something was wrong. Like my social cues are telling me that they're upset, they're crying. And then your mom's telling you, no, 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 everything's okay. So you're invalidating that experience. And so then what becomes real and not real? Yeah, well, you then start it becomes, having confusing it becomes situations, very, right? It becomes very confusing. And uh, I think from the child's perspective, then when they're upset, then it's, do I then say everything's fine when it's not? Yeah. is this just what we do right instead of you know being dealing with that little bit of discomfort of yeah mommy's kind of upset right now but yeah. I'm I'm going to take a bath and I'm going to read a book and it's totally okay it's okay to feel upset uh, yeah. so then when your kid feels upset they, they can either, they feel they safe either, coming to you they, fe- they know that it's not a bad thing to feel they're that not way. a burden That's coming thing, to you like yeah. to me and I feel like what I deal with with myself and everybody in my life who is trying to better themselves I feel like the constant thing is you are beating yourself up for being upset. You're already upset. So why are you then coming down on yourself for doing that even further? When most of the time it's valid to, to feel, you know, some discomfort really or whatever yeah, it might be. I'm it's really like, bad. why are we coming down on ourselves even harder? But again, when I think about the way I was raised, different relationships, it's it's been um, invalidated in many ways, but a lot of the time it's not necessarily in a way that people mean to invalidate of the, oh, don't cry. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. Like all of that I find enraging and invalidating. Now when I hear it, it doesn't hit the same way. Mm. It doesn't hit the same way. Yeah, when someone hurt tells me, so badly. When someone says don't cry, I'm like, but I'm, o- I'm okay with crying. I'm comfortable with crying. It used to hurt so badly. And I went through this last year with, with you know some family members who were really uncomfortable with me sort of discussing my anxiety, my depression, being upset. And I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I'm allowed to feel this way. It's not detrimental. My life is not over. Yeah. But I am very anxious and upset right now. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's okay. It's yeah. okay to feel this little bit of discomfort here and there. Because in my opinion, like when it comes to these taking up space things as well, generally you're not, the, the discomfort that you have to get over is your own. You have no idea what the yeah. other person is thinking. Yeah. They're just like, well, I want to take your order. I want to go home. My I, shift is almost over. I, I also just want to say, the thing that Sam doesn't struggle with is hand space. <laughs> <laughs> because she talks if you watch on youtube she talks a lot with her hands and if you've heard this it's like it's going to become a beat at some point we're just going to start like rapping with a beat because uh every I'm sorry I'm and very I know, expressive she's very expressive with her hands and i can i know when she hits it in her head she goes damn 
<laughs> but she she just she can't help can't it. Help she it talk, she's very much uh, the Itali- Italian talker. Is that what they would say? An yeah, Italian talker. Got Italian with based. her with her hands. So yeah. that's not something technically. No, that's 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 that's, that's well, faces. I, honestly, I think that's really a lot. What it's based into is like that insecurity of like I feel like I'm self aware, but maybe I'm not. Maybe mm. I'm one of those people that I watch at the grocery store being like. Have no, you left your house Sam, before? Sam, you know no. what I mean. But but that's that's the fear of like, oh, I don't want to like leave a store and and be perceived that way. But I, I actually, <laughs> that was my water bottle. It's very Listen. big. I'm trying Listen. to hydrate. Listen. But I have had actually certain situations um, where I've it felt like uh, did they think I was having a conflict with them? And I think what it's based in is, remember when you told me, you know, you seem very serious, very assertive. Yes. And I've had people say this to me over and over. And I'm like, guys, I'm just, I'm just being direct. Like, I'm just saying the words of what I think. And people sometimes are like aghast at it. But I was at a store and I was trying on shoes. I was sitting on like, you know, something that you weren't really supposed to sit on. But I, I, I didn't like take it as like it was a bad thing, a bad place to sit. And because there was nowhere to, to try the shoes on. And then uh, a, a worker came up to me and she was like, oh, you can like sit over here. Or, like, do you want to yeah, sit over here? Whatever. Over here. And I was like, oh, no, that's no, OK. Blah, blah, blah. And then she looked at me like, like as if I had yelled at her. And then I was like, did you yell wait? At but I, again, I left that interact. I would never. Right. I don't care. And if I'm sitting in the wrong place, how did she, she just went quiet? She just like, seemed uh, really taken aback with my response. Maybe she right? was trying to say like, this isn't somewhere you're supposed to sit. But instead of just saying, oh, actually, like this isn't a seat. If you'd like to move, like instead of saying if you'd like, she should have yeah. been like, you can sit like, over here. I, I wasn't really I guess I wasn't sure what her perception was coming into it. Maybe she was expecting me to be to be like, oh, uh, yeah, I'll move. Yeah, or yeah, maybe yeah, she or, was expecting me to be like, no, I'm going to stay here or something. I have no idea. Right. But either her reaction left me being like. And I almost wanted to say something and be like, oh, I'm sorry if I came across. A yeah, but, way. yeah, but I was like so confused. And I had also I had it happen because, again, it's like you can go into a situation and and feel like you've acted totally normal and someone can perceive it the completely wrong oh, way. Yeah, yeah. Right. That happens time and time again. So yep. it's like whether uh, so I might as well go into the situation, and get what I want out of it as long as it's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I was going to Mexico early 2020, I had booked my flight and for some reason, one thing said my middle name. Another thing said my last name. There was something kind of messed up on my ticket. So the woman calls me up. I go up to the counter and I'm like, hi. And I immediately go into the situation. Yeah. And I had seen her yelling at the guy before me. So I, so she oh. was really like in a mood. And I okay. went up specifically trying to be like, I'm not going to complicate this for you. Yeah. Right? Here's, here's the situation. Here's my situation. Fix. Here's the document. Here's my phone. Here's my ID. This is what happened. As I'm starting to launch into it, she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're not going to tell me what to do. And da-. and I was like, what? Mm. I was so confused. I, and she was so combative. And then the next, when, when I walked away, I, I said to, to my ex, I was like, did you feel like I was, you know, uh, aggressive mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. In, my, in my approach? And he was like, no. But then I think he kind of backed up. I mean, I, I don't trust his opinion on it anyways. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> But 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 it's like one of those things where it's like I went into both of those situations with perfect intent mm-hmm. and it seemed like it was taken another way. And I can't necessarily control that. So funny thing about that, if that was me in that situation, if I would have seen someone who had just been yelling at someone, yeah. 
I would have proactively said to myself, well, now I have to have a conversation before establishing what the actual like issue is to make her feel comfortable that I'm not a threat because like she's already having issues. So I would have been like, oh, I would have been overly. I would have been like, sure. How and are, that, how's your day? But in my head, that's not authentic. That's also not. It's like, well, here's it's, my issue. I just well, want it's my like issue you, fixed. You can approach it from a million different ways. From my I approach, I was like. would have reacted that way anyway. Right. That's my thing. Because I'm like, my perce- perception was she just went through dealing with this yeah. person. And it was super complicated. Yeah. So I'm going to go up, be friendly and give her exactly what she needs so that so it we can, can be resolved move forward. Yeah. Right? And she was probably like, this girl didn't even ask me how my day was. Right. <laughs> or something like that. You don't, you you have no, you yeah. have no idea. So it's yeah. like, you can go into it with the best intent. You can drop a receipt. You can be really nice. You can do whatever. And somebody's still going to perceive it a particular yeah. way. And like, you can't take it to heart. Um, but like, you know, this is coming from the girl who's still talking about sniffing that bread in the Bahamas and it haunts yeah. my dreams. Yeah. A lot of the times, even like working in retail and stuff like that, if someone came up to me and was like rude to me, I would kill them with kindness. Yeah. Every single time I would be o- overly nice to the point it's like why are you speaking to me this way like you don't know me I don't know you I just want to help you resolve whatever it is you're doing well and I think the point of it is is again not taking it personally because if these if for example those people were if I was being combative to these people let's say there's no benefit to them than getting combative back yeah right exactly the same way that you're saying when you work when you worked in retail it's like you just you don't engage you don't know what somebody like not to be like giving people excuses but when i'm talking about strangers in public you don't need to engage and you don't need to like to to um try and understand or anything like it's just i I was getting in my elevator a little while ago there was a guy got in with and he was he was like 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 a bull like he was so upset right and then i got in the elevator someone else got in i could just tell as people were getting in like he was getting uh, more and more upset like he just wanted to go home and then and then the elevator cleared it was just him and i and i thought to myself maybe actually something medically is going on here he looks incredibly uncomfortable Mm. so I, i was like are you okay and he was like, oh, my God. He was like, I'm so sorry. He was like, I didn't realize that you could even tell that I was feeling the way I am. He was like, I'm really sorry. He was like, I'm just like in a mood or I don't know exactly what he said. Right. But basically me being like, are you OK? okay. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, and he didn't realize like, oh, my God, I look like an angry bull right now. Like he was so mad. Well, I think talking about taking up space did that that was natural to you that wasn't uncomfortable to go out no. and be like hey like are you you no. doing okay yeah that yeah. that to me is is natural and that yeah. is not even necessarily appropriate yeah well <laughs> should i be talking to the mad guy enough. in a six by six elevator probably not samantha like, well, maybe try ordering almond milk in your coffee before <laughs> you know trying to trying to 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 de-escalate a man in an elevator <laughs> i mean you know it's like reflect on that Samantha. You know, reflect on that that being said let us know what your little suggestions are what you are doing to actively try and try to take steps. up some space i would love to hear over the next couple of like weeks like i did this yeah i did that I, it me can too. Be, I washed my face i picked up a piece of garbage i told my friend something that made me feel uncomfortable <laughs> my friend continues to drop receipts and i continue to pick them up um yeah i was embarrassed by that but if you want to find us on all social media you can pretty blend podcast that's an accent there was it almost like the other day i said oot 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 and a boot and i so people expect of us canadians i'm like i funny i don't i don't get any comments on videos asking where my canadian accent is but i get it asking where my newfoundland accent is like well well well
y'all are showing your true colors it's telling um anyways i guess we will see you in the next episode and uh hopefully this was helpful and take up some space baby take up some space appropriately okay bye bye <laughs>